as I just said to you in Ireland, you are all on my own behalf and on behalf of Sabina. I hope delighted we are that you're all able to be here. And as I have ended my piece in Irish, they're saying, uh, isn't it a very comforting sensation to be inside listening to the rain falling on the, on the marquee? And due to the prayers that you've all been saying, the sun will shortly reappear again. But I must say, it's very, very good to this particular group of people who are here uh, uh, this afternoon. Are people drawn from different sections of Irish society, but all of you have been in different ways making a very significant contribution to Irish society, and particularly to the parts of it that need our special care. Uh, over the years, really, that's, I think, why we have these uh, garden parties in the month of June, to recognise first all the efforts that have been put in, and also to draw attention to special circumstances that may have arisen. But also, I think, uh, as, as well as that, it's an opportunity for meeting people from different parts of Irish society, from all over the island of Ireland, and for Sabine and I uh, to hear of them, and also for yourselves to meet each other. And that is what is taking place this afternoon. Unfortunately, it was one of the effects of COVID that we had to suspend for two years and everything we did was virtually pushed. Here we are again, and I'm pleased. Now, thank you, Lord, as well, for joining for, well, No doubt there will be more. Uh, I've mentioned as well, some of you, Sabine and I will have encountered uh, over the years as we campaigned in different places and across different issues. Some of you will. I think we have some people representing here who are addressing what is perhaps one of our most important issues, climate change. The change in our weather is, doesn't, has a certain impact on us, but one just has to think of the, uh, this morning I, I spoke uh, to a young person, uh, well, to, he was a young person when I met him in 1992 in Somalia working for Concern. He has 30 years put in now in Mogadishu. And when I was talking to Abdel Haji, for example, he was telling me he had just left a city that I left in, in November 1992, where 250 people a day were dying, the city of Baidoa. And certainly the famine that is taking place in Africa is, of course, closely related to climate change. The fourth year of drought in a row, the worst in 40 years, the prospects for October, November for the small rains is disastrous. And the result is that you have over 17 million people uh, at risk. You have, I think at the present time, uh, 150,000 children in acute malnutrition in Somalia alone, 400,000 to 500,000 in regular malnutrition. So climate change is affecting the poorest. and I visited in 1992 with my dear friend Sally O'Neill Sanchez, no longer with us, 
Mary Robinson visited in 2011. But in 1992, she went to the United Nations and the promise of the world was never again. Never again was the message in 2011. And here we are in 2022 and we're facing what is little less than a catastrophe. 90% of the cereals consumed in Somalia come from Ukraine and, uh, and Russia. 73% uh, of the sunflower oil, and I'm glad that's one of the groups that is here, Ukrainian people, and of course our hearts and our, our doors have been opened to the people of Ukraine as they struggle with the invasion of their country. But the effect of the grain shortages and the cereal shortages will produce a global will levels of famine that will be the worst we have ever experienced. So the people have worked on climate change, and that's the importance of your work. Others will have worked. We had a recent garden party, the Hebrew, she went on gender equality. And there are people who are working all of the time. Samaritans are here. There are people doing different things. I often think about it that that's why we're celebrating the numerous achievements of so many and celebrating what you have helped, been helping to realize, what you've been helped to realize. I think it's important to remember, so sometimes these challenges, like the way I have described it, seems almost too too much to handle. But you know, I regularly quote Leonard Cohn, ring the bells that still can ring, forget your perfect offering, there is a crack in everything, that's how the light gets in. And you have been helping the light get in, in all your different ways, and I want to thank you for that and encourage you to intensify your efforts as we face these bitter challenges together. I think it is Pope Francis who used a good phrase there about a year ago now when he suggested that the biggest plague we had in the, on the planet was the plague of indifference. I think there's one, no one can accuse anyone who has gathered here of indifference because you have in fact been, been activists. And I think as well we must celebrate something too. Uh, changes are taking place. Uh, some very, very bad connections, really dysfunctional connections, between economy and society and social justice are giving way to new kinds of economics and better, more responsible connections between ecology, social justice, gender issues, and if you like, equality. And all of that, I think, is a complete alternative to the destructive model, and it is that that has taken place. None of what is taking place is happening by accident. You've heard me describe, for example, 94% of the emissions that have caused all of these problems have taken place in the rich part of the world. If you add Ethiopia, Somalia and Kenya together, they're responsible for 0.014 of the total emissions. Yet they are the people who are now faced with the disaster, with their animals dying across the parched earth of Africa and to their children at risk. When I was there in 92, the average life expectancy was 50 for those who were fortunate enough to survive. So I do ho hope that all of you, when we're making further efforts, and I will be calling on people to make further efforts in relation to address this issue, is that while we have war in Europe again, and there are meetings of the G7 now, the issues of famine and global hunger, but very particularly uh, the people that I remember when, when I was there with Sally O'Neill all those years, 30 years ago, and to think it's repeating itself now, but at a far, far greater level. And there will be great efforts required from all of us. I pay tribute to all of your efforts today. Look forward to the efforts, to joining with you in these future 
actions of solidarity, which are here today to enjoy yourselves too, because we must all do that. I'm so pleased that our MC for today is, is Anne Casson, and I thank her for the warmth and professionalism that she brings to this garden party, and the many, many people who have been enjoying nature. Broad, my talk, who is 10 years and five months, has watches nationwide, and he's just telling how much he enjoys it. I hope that... <laughs> thank you, Broad. Hello, come up here to me, Broad, and we'll talk about it. Now, uh, I hope you have been enjoying the musicians, our, our artists for today, in the house, David O'Connor, our piper, Jane Walls. There's a great positive story as well. Look, Nipibri, what a great revival there has been in, in the pipes, and the people who are making pipes and looking after them. I think when I used to go down to the Willie Clancy School, how felt how important it was. But that's a great success story. As well, we have Harpers Luke Webb, the Lucan concert band that we've been listening to, Maragush uh, Anne, Colum Haragon's Thread Group, and of course we'll be listening to the Book of Brass Band later. And here in the that's, that's all what you've been enjoying so far. And Will again, but in the marquee our entertainers are Shibail, who would just need no introduction, villagers and pure hits. We're very much Sven and I and all of you are sure looking forward to hearing these further performances in a few minutes. On your own, on, on behalf of all of us, um, as we come now to the later stages of our season of garden parties, I want in a very special way to thank the staff of the OPW who here at the RS themselves make all this possible and all of those treats that you've been enjoying are their work. Thank you, bro. Yeah. I I do want so well to thank oh that's right. Yeah. He's gone over now to Helen and that thank you, Helen, for dealing with his as I, then as well as that, organising these 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 garden parties requires a great deal of work from our secretariat, finding out all of your uh, contact points so that we can get invitations out of time. And I'm very pleased as well. There are some people here, as I've said, and I don't mind repeating it. Uh, it's a long, long time. It's half a century now, Sabine and I are campaigning together on different issues. I, I do think along the way, uh, we, many of our friends have passed on, but those who are still with us, we're so delighted in a special way to say, This is house was occupied by Irish presidents since 1938. It's a wonderful thing to be able to welcome so many people here because, in a way, this is, uh, these are your grounds for your enjoyment. Sabine and I have made different additions to it since we came 10 years ago. For example, there's the Acorn, there's the tribute to Sean Casey's Citizen Army. There are so many. There is the wonderful Silver Birches, which honour like, our celebration of, of, the, of the rising. And enjoy all of it. Here in outside, here in the here in as I call it the tent, um, the sound and technical needs are met by Philip Sweeney and Arcana, and uh, of course around the place you will see we've been assisted by different people: civil defence, John of Gods, the defence forces, and God of Shakona, and indeed volunteers from Gashka. On Rathas Tovak Nagam Winishiv Tiam of Asantran Onisha Nilain Avrasak Gamilchid Folk Gamilchik. I 
I so wish you well for everything for the future, both in what you're doing together in your personal and family lives. It's me, Lebuikas. Berbanat.